Welcome to the Manifestation Corner Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bowman, Manifestation and Human Design Guide, and I am here to activate you and help you find your path of least resistance to manifest all of the abundance. If you've been struggling in any area to manifest your desires, or you want to learn more about human design, gene keys, or anything in the realm of manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. Thank you for being here. Hello, and welcome back to the Manifestation Corner podcast. I am your host, Laura Bowman, Manifestation and Human Design Guide. And today begins our human design mini series. Now, to recap, the last episode was the last interview for a little while as I focus on teaching more about human design. And if you are interested in going beyond what we talk about in this mini series, you can, of course, get a reading with me, which I will give more information on at the end of this episode. And something I said in the beginning of season four was that all of my episodes going forward are going to be more around the 20-minute mark than the 30- or 40-minute mark. This is especially true for this human design series because human design is such a broad topic. It's quite a rabbit hole if you try to consume too much information. So I want everybody to understand it and not just understand it, but know how to implement it in their life. And so it's going to just be bite-sized parts in each episode. So for example, we're gonna I'm gonna do an introduction today to what the heck human design is and talk about the different energy types. And then in the rest of this mini series, you can look forward to we're gonna talk about strategy and authority because energy type, strategy and authority are the three core pillars. And we'll also go into other things such as signature and not self themes your centers and your profile lines. So there's lots of good stuff to come, but you got to start with the basics and you got to work your way in from there. And I am so grateful to be your guide in doing that. So the thing I want to say about human design first is that everything about your energetic blueprint, and that's what human design is. It's your energetic blueprint. Everything about it helps you become the best version of yourself and supports your mission here. So, you know, spiritually, we all decide on everything about this life before we come. We plan everything out and we also definitely decide on what design will best support what we're meant to do in this lifetime. And the thing is, everything is about energetics. Everything has energy. We obviously have energy, but the desk I'm sitting at has energy. The microphone I'm talking into has energy. And when we learn how to use our own energetics in this world, we access the path of least resistance. There is no more resistance against anything and manifestation becomes easier and the other things like like I said it it, you know it helps in all areas but it helps you 
if you're trying to make a big decision in your life, human design helps you in all of your relationships. So in your romantic relationship, just knowing your partner's type is really a game changer to learn how to work with that, that person. Your my, my parents, knowing my parents' energy type was like, I mean, we all, we got along as it is, but now it's like, I know them on an even deeper level. And if you're a parent, that helps you know your child so much better and how to best implement certain things, how, how to raise them, really. I mean, it's helping with my niece so much. And so really any relationship, and this also goes for your, your business, if you're trying to build a business, pivot your career, try to figure out what your career should be. Human design can help with all of those things. And I think one of the things I love the most, even though I love all of these things, is that learning about your design is, is very affirming. I mean, I can't tell you during my readings with clients how many aha moments they have that they're like, oh my gosh, like I do this all the time. I just didn't know why. Or, oh, you know what? I didn't realize, but I do do this. And, and I, 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 it's because it feels good. I don't know. And it just gives you permission to be who you really came here to be and that nothing's wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with the way you're doing things. I mean, you're going to learn when I explain these energy types that we all have different ways of being and doing. And we're so conditioned around one particular way. And this is like, no, human design is permission to just be who you came here to be and follow what feels good. And again, that's when the resistance and the forcing of anything and the deconditioning can, you can start to separate from that. And that's why I implement human design into all of my programs, all of my mentorships, because yeah, talk about like getting to know someone on a deeper level. I can help my clients so much easier when I know their human design. And that's the thing. Human design is a tool, just like Gene Keys is a tool, which I can't wait to talk more about that too, because I'm learning so much in my, the program I'm in. But feng shui, that's another tool. Meditation is a tool. EFT is a tool. Reiki is a tool. Crystals are a tool. All of these things are tools to help you manifest and bring in your desires and live a joyful life. And personally, you know, I think human design is like the most effective of them all, but as long as it feels right for you. So take what I say. I really can't wait to hear if you resonate with it. If you don't know your human design type, go to www.myhumandesign.com. That's all one word, myhumandesign.com. You need your birth information. So not only your birth date, but your exact birth time or as close to it as possible. And then you need your place of birth. So not where you were raised, but the actual city of the hospital you were born in. And then you plug in that information and you will get your free chart and you will learn what your energy type is along with a bunch of other stuff you may not understand, but you will soon after this series. So please, I always welcome your feedback for anything, but I really can't wait to hear what your type is and if you resonate. Let me give you, before we go into the energy types, just a quick technical background on exactly what human design is. So it's actually, it was founded in 1987 by Ra Uruhu, he was a Canadian physicist, and he went into an eight-day meditation in Ibiza. But the systems that human design is composed of are very ancient systems. So they include astrology, the I Ching, 
the Kabbalah tree of life and the chakra system. And then you also have scientific systems that are included, which are quantum mechanics, biochemistry, genetics, neutrinos, astronomy. And if you're curious about any of those particular systems, I welcome you to research them more and how they fit into human design. For time's sake, I can't go into that now, but I do elaborate on this a bit in my readings. Basically, though, these systems come together to provide an overview of how our energetic bodies operate. Again, it's our energetic blueprint. And this is on a, a subconscious and a conscious level. And again, since everything in this world is energetics and learning how you work with your own energetics is so vital, like to everything becoming easier, you learn how to follow your energetic blueprint. And just so you know, when you see your chart, the unconscious part is represented. If you see a bunch of red and red lines, that's the unconscious part of your design. And then the conscious part is black. And then don't worry, I'll explain more about the chart. So you might have some questions, but basically here is the pillar, like the core pillars of what you need to know. And you must know and implement this first and then everything else can be incorporated. So the three core pillars of human design are energy type, which is what we're going over today. And that's how you're meant to move through the world energetically. Then you have every energy type has a strategy. So based on your energy type, this is how you're supposed to navigate situations and relationships. And then every one of us has an authority, which is our decision-making center. And it's fascinating because we're so conditioned to think with our minds, but our authority is actually where our true intuition lies. And there are different authorities and following which one is yours will determine whether a decision is right for you or not. Now, your authority is based, when you look at your chart, you're going to see triangles and squares. Some are colored in, some are not. Your authority is based on that. And I, again, won't get too ahead of myself in this episode about that. But just know that we're going to cover all of the things that you see that you're probably wondering about. So again, get your chart at www.myhumandesign.com. Let me know what you are. There are five different energy types. So I'm going to start, I'm going to say what each one is, and then I'm just going to give uh, a quick description of each, talk about a little bit of conditioning, since like I said, there's conditioning around every type that we have to push through. And then any questions, I, I can't wait to, to hear your feedback and any questions that you have. And then next time we'll go into the, the strategy for each type. So first we have a generator, also known as a pure generator, and they make up 35% of the population. Then you have a manifesting generator, AKA Manny Gen, which is another 35% of the population. Then you have a projector, which is 20% of the population, a manifester, which is approximately 9% of the population, and a reflector, which is only 1% of the population. So what does that mean? First, as I said, we have our generators. So let me know where my generators are. If you're a generator, you are here to light up and energize the world. Okay, you have a very open aura. You make others feel good. And you even energize them. 
when you're in their presence. You're truly meant to do what lights you up from the inside out. And then when you're doing what you love, you have the energy to keep going. And your energy, like I said, it also keeps others going, which is like literally why you are referred to as the life force of the world. So of the five human design types, generators are the ones with the most steady, consistent energy, kind of like the Energizer Bunny. And it doesn't mean that you don't get tired, but you are meant to burn the energy every day and then go to bed tired, but satisfied. If you don't burn your energy, then you actually might find that you have trouble sleeping. So you want to make sure you do productively use up all that energy in a, in a good way before going to bed at night. On the contrary, if you're not lit up by what you're doing, you will feel drained or burned out instead. Now, of course, you have to take other things into consideration, but if there are no underlying issues and you're constantly burned out, you should explore if you really enjoy what you're putting your energy towards or it was just something you thought you should do, but you're not really enjoying it. And I want you to ask yourself daily, what do I get to spend my energy on today that excites me? That's what a generator needs to focus on. Now, a manifesting generator is a derivative of a generator. Technically, if you're looking at a chart, a manifesting generator has a motor center connected to the throat. I don't expect you to know what that means yet, but it means like you're a generator, but you have manifestor tendencies. And so manifesting generators and generators have the same strategy, except manifesting generators, it's a little different, but overall the same with a twist, I should say. And the same for signature theme and not self theme. So sometimes they get lumped in the same category because if you are either a generator or a manigen, you have your sacral center defined, which means you hold a lot of consistent energy. And that's what makes you different from the other three types. So this sacral steady energy that both generators and manigens have gives you the stamina to keep working and going. And you might notice. That's how most of the world is conditioned to be. Work, 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 do, do, do. The, the more hours you work, the more that equals success for some reason. And it makes sense that the world is conditioned this way because between the two of them, mana, generators and manigens make up 70% of the population. So if you're thinking, oh, that kind of sucks for the other three, nothing about your human design is negative, but there are conditioning, there's conditioning around that that, the other three types have to navigate and push through. So a manifesting generator is someone who thinks outside the box and they're also here to help others think outside the box. So they're a natural role model for people as long as they're doing things on their own terms, not like ABC order, just whatever feels good is really what makes sense for them and what is right for them. And another thing is if you're a manigen, you're not meant to stick to one passion or career throughout your life. So you actually grow and learn and benefit by doing and sampling many things at once, as long as what you're doing lights you up. So just like a generator, whatever you do has to light up your sacral center and then you have the energy to keep going. And as a manigen, you have the energy to pursue all these different interests and activities. And then some, because of that, that channel that I said is connected to the motor to the throat, it actually gives you even a little more energy to make things happen even faster than maybe a generator could. And not that a generator is slow, but they're more deliberate and steady. They don't skip steps. Whereas a manifesting generator can 
kind of fly over some steps and just make something happen. And then they're on to the next thing if that's what they feel is right. So that's the difference. And of course, the conditioning there is that society says you're supposed to stick with one thing for a long time. So as a manager, and you've got to push past that and understand that when something stops making you feel good, you're supposed to move on. And that no matter how long you spent on something, don't, don't be hard on yourself for not finishing certain things. It served you in the moment. It gave you wisdom. It gave you memory. You, you learned something from it. So every opportunity gave you something. And you just want to make sure that you don't get too hung up on and hard on yourself for wanting to move on. And you're going to change your mind. So that's another thing. Nothing's wrong with you for changing your mind. Give yourself that flexibility. Give, like, let others know that this is how you are and this may be what happened. So you need some time to think through decisions so you don't jump the gun at something. But it's okay. Accepting all of this is what really is going to make the difference in your life. And once you start living in the way that's perfect for you, you'll be able to let go of that conditioning and see how easily things flow. Okay, so... If you're a mani-gen, I want you to ask yourself every day, again, like a generator, am I doing what feels good? Am I doing what lights me up? And then trust that everything you do, no matter how you do it or for how long, will provide you with the wisdom and the satisfaction that you need. Now we have projectors. That's me, 20% of the population. Non-sacral being. So now we're moving into the type that doesn't have that sacral center defined. And I'll explain what that means. But projectors have a wonderful gift of bringing in different perspectives. They have a very focused aura and it's a penetrating aura. So we read people extremely well and can really like get to the heart of someone and make them feel recognized and seen. And projectors actually also make really good leaders and coaches because they guide others. They can see the overall more efficient way of doing things. And they, they can guide others to that path of least resistance, <laughs> for example. So really for a projector, the day that you recognize your value is the day the world does too. So it's literally like build and they will come. How you attract your people and your success First of all, a happy projector is a successful projector, but you remain happy and successful by just honing in on the things that you love learning about and that you love talking about. And when you're talking about these things, you want to share them from a place of just this lights me up. And I, I love to share with you what I'm learning rather than trying to attract customers or you know, get people to see your, your side of things. You just want to share and people will be drawn to you and appreciate what you have to offer. And so that can take courage to just talk about the things you love and, you know, trust that you, you have like that, that limited energy. You don't have the sacral energy to keep going. So where your conditioning lies is that you can't work like a generator or a manifesting generator. And you have to trust that because you can't be everywhere and do everything, you're still going to be seen and recognized if you focus on the things and the communities that make you feel seen and recognized and that you're interested in. So yeah, with this energy, you know, the, the energy you have is, is like ebbs and flows. So a projector is meant to take breaks every few hours because they can be prone to burnout. And it's especially important that you spend your time and your energy in places that only feel good because you need that rest. You need to enjoy that rest. You need to unplug from everything and just go for a walk, watch a movie, listen to a podcast, but not be feeling guilty for not being quote unquote productive. 
Because then when you have that recharging time, your energy is more potent than ever. And that's how you best serve people. So just make sure that you keep your boundaries and really just spend your time on, on the things that you want to spend your time on. Don't feel guilty for the time that you need rest. Imagine you're a lighthouse and you just shine your light without expectation and people see the light and they, they want to be a part of it and they, they want to come. And the other thing is, yeah, don't only, only give yourself space to rest when needed, but also give yourself some time and space to learn about something exciting. Keep learning about the things that interest you and ask yourself daily, what inspires me? What do I want to learn about that I can keep sharing and guiding others on? Then we have your manifester. Manifestors are powerful. They are here to impact the world. They're here to impact others. Any human design type can be a leader, but the manifestor aura is very powerful and influences people without even trying. And as a manifestor, all the other types, when we talk about strategy next time, you'll learn like how they have to kind of wait to do something. Manifestors just do. You want to do something, you do it. You don't want to hear other people's opinions on it. You just want to do what you feel good doing. And really, you just want to go about your day. You want to have peace. You want to be happy. But you don't necessarily fit into a box. And you may feel misunderstood because you're only like 7% of the population. So just embrace your differences. And I promise that in doing so, others will embrace it too. And when you follow your natural urges to create things, the more you do that and feel comfortable, the more you will be accepted. So it might feel like a lot of pressure to be a manifester and initiate and, and create things, but just remember that you, you were given all the tools that to fully support whatever it is you were here to create. So don't forget that. And then ask yourself, you know, where am I making the most impact today? And when it comes to energy type, a manifester does not have that sacral center defined. You do have bursts of energy though. You don't necessarily have to take scheduled breaks throughout your day. You may go days on a creative urge before you need rest. You may go weeks. But the point is when your body's telling you to rest, that's when it's time to honor that rest and not feel guilty for it. And it's advised that just like a generator is supposed to burn all that energy before they go to sleep, a manifester is supposed to go to sleep about an hour before their normal bedtime, before they feel completely exhausted. Then you have a reflector who, again, are unicorns. If you're a reflector listening to this, you are so seen and appreciated. But yeah, it definitely can be misunderstood being such a small part of the population, but they, they just have a way of being so connected to their energy. They're here to understand how the world works, how to help people become their own authority. They are meant to do things in their own time. They don't have to necessarily be strategic, but they are open, they're fluid, they're connected to everybody. They change with the flow of life. They change with the people around them and they change in their environment. This is your superpower, being able to be fluid and really feel like you, you sample other, like the, that sampling aura is what reflectors have. You sample what it's like to actually be another energy type when you're around certain people. You're so highly intuitive and you relate to others on this deep level and then you reflect back to them what they need to do. And 
yeah, this this also is like you you could be a good leader. Any like I said, any type could be a good leader, but reflectors meet great leaders because of the fact that they can really that deeply relate to the people on their team and they can reflect back the health of their team, the health of their community. It's it's pretty amazing everything that a reflector can help you see. And the best part is if you're a reflector and you're not feeling good about the people you're around or the environment you're in, as long as you let go of that energy, as soon as you move on to a new environment, for example, you'll, you'll vibrate higher as long as it feels better for you. So the biggest gift a reflector can give is just to be authentic and accepting of everything that they are and their abilities and their openness and to stay carefree. You know, ask yourself, who do I want to be today? And the energy that a reflector has, again, no, no defined centers, let alone the sacral center, but your energy depends a lot on your environment, who you're around, and the moon cycle. The important thing about this type is that the other types are solar, where a reflector is lunar. So the moon and the, the moon cycles are going to activate different parts of your chart, of your human design blueprint. So you may have more energy during a full moon or a new moon or whatever it is. Pay attention and track that. And that's how you can understand your energy. So those are the five types. And as you can see, like I said, each type faces its own conditioning and challenges, but none of this is ever negative. Instead, it really just brings you back to who you truly are and how you are meant to navigate this world. So again, please let me know what your type is. Did you resonate with what I said? Is there anything you want to add or ask? And we are going into strategy next time. So I hope this was like really inspirational for you. I hope you learned a lot and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, take care.